we have dots. Okay, we have dots. Why don't you want to be called Dante? Do you know what it stands for? Um, yeah, like thought is like goddess, right? But it's an acronym. What's the acronym? What's the acronym? That hoe over there. Oh, we are not the thoughts, but we have thoughts, which are true, honest opinions that stick. scary because it's kind of like seeing is it raining yeah oh. you hear thunder no mm-hmm. i did i didn't hear thunder but i hear the raindrops the raindrops keep falling yeah, the thunder um it's different it's like it's different you know like i love like it's different it's just different it's different but it's still parenting but it's a different it's a different form of parenting it's like the kids are not going to run in the door and jump on you and go, mommy, oh my gosh. And the birthday parties are not the same, but it's just, you know, we still hang, we still have, but it's more of a, I feel like the stage we're at is like we're kind of have a, not mentoring, we're not, definitely not, we don't have a friend type relationship, but we have a, not consulting I don't know it's just different they talk to me about things that I don't think I would ever be prepared for but I'm comfortable with talking to them about those things and I'm just thankful that they still look at me like mom and you know I'm proud of them you know they doing their thing it's just different it's a lot of freedom so yeah I feel like I paid my dues that's what I paid off right I feel like I paid my I paid I cast a check, goddamn! But I'm still not done. I mean, Zaire's still there, still different. You're never gonna be done. Yeah, you're never done. I'm saying like the more they're always the there. Yeah. yeah, there's still one of them that's there, and still he, the other one still comes around, especially when I cook. And that's how you get him over, right? <laughs> Almost every time it worked like seventy-five percent. Seventy-five percent. I'm like, boom! I, I made some blah blah blah. He'll come, but he also works and stuff, so. Yeah, it's just different. Very, very different. I feel like I'm in a different stage, even though Jason's still so little. Just like not like like now, I feel like I'm able to actually do stuff. Like I'm able like last couple weekends ago, I left town. I didn't even think I'd be able to do that. Like, and it was just for the weekend, but it, it felt so good. Just like mm. my little four days. That's right. Like I can, and then like I think I, I'm gonna send them to my sisters for the summer. I'm like, he's in that state now that I can. I don't know if I would have felt comfortable doing it. Obviously, it's probably gonna be hard when I do it. Send them to my sisters for a month, but I just feel like a little bit more independent. I was out with somebody last night. It was just something so little, but just the year difference really her kid is two and jason's three just the how clingy you know jason's still clingy but for her i feel i felt for her because she's in that mom shame feeling like working moms 
feeling bad that you have to work. Yeah. So she brings her kid everywhere. Like, for me, I didn't bring Jason last time. Like, I'm not doing that. I know he'd be all over the table. But for her, she's like, oh, I feel guilty because I'm working. I'm like... That's a real thing. It really is. Like, when you feel... Like, I I mean, I felt that. I feel bad. You feel bad being gone. Especially if it's, a, like... Especially in the restaurant industry. Like, being... Because you're not gone for five or six hours. You're gone for eight to ten hours a day. And, like, I was telling somebody, I'm like... Yeah, not yet. Like I want to do it in God, mother. Not yet. Like, not yet. Like, sometimes um, you have to go in at one. And, you know, I don't know. My mom was like, my ride died. Like, that's like my home. Mm-hmm. I've always put them on the my child. Like, always, like, go to her. It's interesting. Just to, I'm, I'm, it makes like, me excited. She was in the choir. I always had to sit next to her. Like, one of the Bible tell me I can be in the choir. going to be a little bit more independent. No, no. She always took up for me. She showed me what a strong woman should be. What a God-fearing woman should be. That's how I feel about it. Anyway, like what a good memories? wife should be, what a good mother yeah, should be, and it's like it, our relationship dynamic has changed. Like now, it's like we educate each other. And she like one reason she um she always tell people she like when I'm in her Sunday school class, like, I give a different perspective because everybody in there is like over fifty, and I'm like thirty, so it's a difference. But we educate each other. Like we was having a conversation last week about my little cousin. And she was just like, yeah, because I feel this, this, that, and the third. And I'm like, well, Ma, that's a little bit of an antiquated way to think because of how society is now. Antiquated. It's like, yes, antiquated, old way of thinking. The old way. And so um, I was just telling, like, she has to understand that the advice that she gives people would have worked in her time. But the advice that she gives doesn't work in modern time. It's like you have to consider that we were living in a completely different world. She grew up in the 60s and 70s. Mm-hmm. We're in the 20s now. Right, right. And so it's like, granny, that ain't gonna work for everything. I think that's really important when you have adult kids to make sure you let them have a, let them have a voice when they're young too. But you're more so guiding the voice versus now that they're an adult, you're trusting that you did a good job and that now we're gonna... You know, you still have your fear. You still not fears, but you can definitely, like you said, learn from each other. Yeah, like I would never consider my mom my peer, but I can talk. I can have some of the same conversations that I have with y'all. I can have them with her, and like in the exact same tone in the exact same way. That's nice. But like, I think one thing of me as being the child, I would never cross the line of disrespect. Absolutely. Like, I disrespect my friends Loki on a regular basis, but. Bitch. <laughs> I would never disrespect my mama, and anybody gonna disrespect my mama, they gonna have to see me in the parking lot. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, this is a good. Me- oh, this is kind of funny, but it's a good memory. And then I would ask somebody else. So I had came home, and on the way home, I was in like a little fender bender accident. Mm-hmm. And so we was at choir rehearsal because we was gonna sing in like this choir presentation. So she started testifying about how like the blood covered me under my accident. I didn't get hurt or nothing. And it sounded like the piano player had said, I don't like how some people be testifying. Instead of testifying, he said testifying. And I said, excuse me, what did you say? But like nobody heard me. But I was like, I said it like at the same volume that I just said it. I said, excuse me, what did you say? But nobody heard me. And I was just like, I ain't gonna turn up the church. So I'm gonna just let it go. But I thought like he said my mom was lying about what happened. I was like, oh, why would I, why would lying. Yes. Got it, okay. Ding, ding. Okay, because I was like, wait, why is, it? okay, no, I got it, I got it. She was, he said that under his breath about your mom. He said it to somebody, like somebody who was, like, 
I'm sitting where I am. But now, he didn't intend to hear that. Right, and he definitely didn't want me to hear And, like, I thought I heard that. He couldn't have, like, it, I could have misheard it. He could have been saying, like, she's testifying, but I hate how some people be testifying, like, not even talking about her. But I heard that, and it made me feel like he was disrespecting her. And I, like, piped up. And that's another thing is that this man has been my choir director for, like, my whole life. So, like, he's an elder, deserve respect. But one thing you're not going to do disrespect my mama. And I, like, you think I'm meek about little John Slim, but I'm grown. Me, uh, me and my cousin almost got into it with my mother. I mean, Over because of my mother. And my mother was wrong. And, and I still defended her, her in front of me, bitch. You don't say that shit about my mother. I don't give a fuck what she did. You have respect for me by not saying that in front of, in front of me. That was... Sorry, cousin Tori. Love you. <laughs> you remember that Tori? Let me stop. Like I gave you a shout out, girl. That's how we almost. <laughs> but um, I had great memories with my mom, and I really think about. It. I actually was thinking about this the other day when she was there. She cooked really well. She used to make cube steak. She would always make my pineapple upside down cake. She made that for me when I was pregnant. Anytime I asked her. Um, she also used to make the best Easter egg Easter baskets. Mm. You know those little chick marshmallow things? She would design them well. She would color it together. She was very peeps. traditional. People who eat peeps got a mental problem. I'm sorry. Yeah. Some are, like, I would rather eat a mental problem? Some they right upstairs. Because I would rather eat she a white them. regular marshmallow than to eat them candy coated peeps. She loved them. Like, she loved pistachios, but back then, for some reason, I remember pistachios being red. And so when you would eat them, your fingers had lots of, like they were stained from the pistachios. You know, our relationship definitely changed when I became a, a teenager. But when I look back, she was always there. My dad was a breadwinner, you know, for most of the time. She would, um, you know, she would stay at home mom. So she was always, she always cooked. Definitely wasn't perfect, but when I look back on some things that I do, it's from the things that she would do, so. That's good. Yeah, like, I did, she was definitely there with, uh, helping with homework, but I used to, like, not want help. Not because I didn't need it. I would get it if I didn't need it, but my goal was to not need it. And, um, I just remember always being like getting done up for Easter. Did Easter just happen or something? Yeah, yeah it just yeah. happened a few weeks ago. Yeah, me, me and my sister will always be dressed the same. We would go to Aunt Shirley house and she would do our hair. She would really our hunt though. And y'all remember Shirley Temple Curls? Yeah. Like if you got Shirley Temple Curls, it was popping for Easter. And I would have my Shirley Temple Curls. Because that took a long time to do. Yeah, and she would, but not really with the hot comb. And then they would, you know, the same oven you put the hot yeah. comb in is the same oven you put the curl in. Oh, yeah. But could you imagine, and don't let you have long, thick hair, and they had to curl all them strands. I that long, though. It was like medium. Mine was thick. I've never had super long hair, but my hair has always been thick. That's why my mom, like, always kept me in braids because she ain't yeah. doing no thick hair. <laughs> my, oh, and my cousin, oh, my God. Shout out to Shonda. My cousin had long, thick hair, and her hair wasn't thick because she, like, she had a lot of follicles. 
her individual strands would like cut your fingers oh, wow. if you like her individual strands were strong like you could probably strangle somebody with her hair yeah and so do it i could imagine like doing her hair would be like yeah you had to pay extra now my favorite memory of my mom actually is a toxic memory kind of not toxic but she had we used to live in middlesex new jersey and in middlesex it was kind of like carrie i guess it would be i don't know but middlesex was kind of like not racist but it was more white people there and we used to live down the street from this girl and the, the boy called me a black bitch and then my mom he was coming down the street or something like that was talking stuff talking so you you know sure thank you We got to do the um, comedy show etiquette. Nicole, you going to crack up when you hear this. Yeah, I, want, I, want, I saw the... I'm like, I want to know. I, well, I have a funny story for y'all. Oh, I also have a funny story about comedy show. But wait till you I just went to one when I was in Vegas. Mm. Oh, yeah, I went to Vegas. That's fun. It was a lot of... It reminded me I was old. But <laughs> okay. I'm okay with that. Traveling will do that to you. I learned that. Yeah, well, traveling we, will, will humble you. Well, we our flight was like at five in the morning, so that was traveling, right? And then we, when we, by the time we got to Vegas, our check-in time wasn't until four o'clock for our hotel room, so that was, and we landed at nine a.m. So there was that little gap, and we went to breakfast and stuff like that. But just that traveling part, I'm like, before we go out tonight, let's take a nap. Exactly. And naps, we did it. And then, naps on vacation after thirty is a must. Yeah, and then we will. I felt so refreshed. I'm like, I can. And now y'all just made me think. When you just said that, I'm gonna give me a beaded knee brace. <laughs> I need to get a cute knee sleeve. Ain't gonna have me in these streets looking crazy. Well, That's knee pads like, are kind of like Ian. Knee pads? Yeah, yeah. they're kind of like an ex- a fashion accessory. Where? Like with shorts? Yeah. You know how like remember the fly girls on the living color these women when they dance? That's kind of like a thing now. Oh well, I would really be able to get off. Yeah, all you need is a backwards hat. Oh my God. <laughs> to go with your knee pads, girl, you're gonna be in there. I'm gonna be looking like I'm in my 20s. Yeah, and just be, and you have to talk about hip hop just a little bit more than what you're used to. No, I'm a hip hop junkie. People don't know that. I'm a what? true hip hop, not this new shit. But Tupac, Jay Z, Meek Mills, uh, uh, my favorite in the locks is Jadakiss and Sheik Luke's. Like, what? That's the real. No, I'm not saying that that is not real because that's discrediting the new generation. But I don't particularly like the new generation thing. But let me get back to my memory. Then we could close it out. But my memory was when she defended us when they were calling us niggers, and she stood up. She stood right in front of because one thing about my mother, she might mess with her family, but you ain't gonna mess with her goddamn family. And she was like, "You fucking dog hair, smelling like the back of my fucking bitch. Come on, my poor da 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 da." And we, I just remember in that moment, like, "Yeah, call me a black bitch." 
I just felt so protected in that moment. That's one of my favorite moments of her. Yes. That's crazy. That's crazy. Go ahead and take this away from me. Cause he made me feel like yucky the way the way they were talking, and you know, back then and in that that town, you saw it a lot. So it's kind of hard. Like I give it up to my our ancestors sometimes. You gotta think about it. They used to walk around not only having to believe in themselves, but they also had signs to say that they weren't shit. Like it's one thing to say I ain't shit, but that it's okay for me to put up a sign to say that I'm not shit. Child and it's still bolder and bolder. that I am shit. It's like, man, our ancestors went to bone.